This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Bean contract is up two cents at 10.02 per bushel. December soy oil is up almost a quarter of a cent at 32.64 U.S. cents per pound. December soy meal is up $1.80 at 338.30 per hundredweight. Corn futures are higher on Friday morning with the December contract up 3 cents at 3.66 per bushel. Chicago oats are steady with the December contract up a half cent at 2.86 per bushel. Wheat futures are lower on Friday morning. Chicago December is down 5 at 5.45. Kansas City December is down 7 at 4.76. And Minneapolis December is down 2 at 5.33. That's a look at the ice futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, September 25th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. There are no such things as small chores on your farm, so you need equipment that works as hard as you do, especially during harvest season. That's where New Holland and Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John come in. During New Holland Harvest Days, get terrific deals on equipment to help you work more productively. Save with 0% financing and cashback offers on select tractors, hay tools, and harvesting equipment. Stop by Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John today for details. But hurry, Harvest Days end September 30th, 2020. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the show. A little later on, we're going to be chatting with Norbert Casper, the principal of the Key Learning Center, about distance education and how things have changed for them, given that we're living in the time of COVID. I imagine they're seeing a few more students than they have in previous years. But first, it's election time in BC, and uh, it is also still pandemic time, so we're going to talk about how many changes, if any, we're going to see around the process of voting is going to uh, look like with our local elections bc district electoral officer eliza stanford who joins us now good morning eliza welcome to moose talks good morning thanks so much for joining us so we're having an election during a pandemic uh a lot of people might be wondering how much is actually different about the process uh, in terms of how the votes are counted, how people can go in and, and vote themselves. Uh, I mean, is this is there actually that much different about this election in terms of how it's unfolding on the ground and, and people can and how people can cast their votes? Yes, well, there's been a big push uh, to make widely available vote by mail. So I believe as of yesterday, 130,000 vote-by-mail packages requests were received by uh, headquarters in Victoria. They anticipate around 800,000 people to vote uh, using vote-by-mail. And it will play a big role in in the election. And so that will uh, ripple down at our end as all those vote-by-mail packages will come back to us uh, as enveloped votes. And they get counted during final count. They don't get counted on election night. 
I see. Okay. Well, that uh, answers a few of my questions then. Uh, but we'll we'll stick to sort of the voting in person for now, right? I mean, again, it's a different year. So how does that uh, look like it's going to change for people who do uh, choose to want to advance in person at advanced polls or in the uh, polling station on general election day on October 24th? What sort of pro- protocols are in place that make it different this time around? Uh, You will notice that the tables uh, will be staffed by one voting officer, not two. And the tables will be widely set apart Mm -hmm. so that everybody who's at one table can distance from the next table safely. Uh, There will be uh, transparent voting screens for the voting officials so that they can interact with the voter with the voting screen in between them as well as uh, face shields and masks by the voting officer. And uh, masks will be uh, offered to voters who come into the voting place. So we would encourage everybody to bring a mask or wear a mask when you are in the voting place. Okay. Uh, Masks mandatory, though? Uh, or, Or if somebody just chooses not to, will they still be allowed to vote? Yes, they can still vote. Okay. Uh, So uh, you've already mentioned the mail-in ballots this time. Uh, I wanted to talk a bit about how that works exactly, because I know I've never voted by mail-in ballot, and as you said, a lot of people already choosing to. So the mail-in ballot, you get the instructions with the ballot itself when you get the ballot, Um, but for example, it says it has to be received by Elections BC by 8 o'clock Pacific PM on election day. That, that doesn't mean uh, it has to be received in Victoria or the lower mainland, right? It, it, it's they, they come to your kind of local area kind of districts to be counted, right? Uh, they, they, they have to be received by Victoria. Oh, they do. Everything okay. goes down to Victoria, and then there's this massive redistribution event where all of these ballots get sorted and then sent to the various... Um, voting areas or voting districts that the voter comes from okay so you do have to mail in your vote ahead of time so that it goes to victoria and then will be then as you say redistributed to be counted by your local area correct that's correct okay that's very good so if you ordered if i guess the suggestion would be if you do want to vote by mail order your ballot now Okay, very good information. And that's uh, very easily accessible on elections, uh, the Elections BC website. I did it in a couple minutes. It's very quick. Um, I wanted to ask this one because this is sort of another thing that uh, not everybody knows about. If you choose to, you can actually vote right now at the uh, district electoral office. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, and is it the same as if you show up uh, at the uh, poll on the election day? Uh, you'll require no. the same. Oh, it isn't. Okay. Well, uh, you get a you'll get a write-in ballot here. Uh, so you just write the name of your candidate or the party on the on the ballot. There won't be a box to check because not all the nominations have been received yet, and so the ballots haven't been printed yet. Okay, and you can vote before all the uh, nominations are, like, everybody's on the ballot as of October 2nd, correct? Uh, But the ballots won't be printed. I think the Ah. the close of nomination is different from when the ballots actually get printed and received by us. I see. Okay, so a write-in ballot's different than the ballot I'm describing then. 
You actually have to write in the name of the party because there's just like one space to write in. And you write in the name of the party or the candidate. Okay, so if you want to vote now, you can. You just have to know for sure who you're voting for, so there won't be a list uh, available. Okay, good to know. Um, Okay, it's all very good information. I had no idea. Um, One other kind of big question I wanted to ask you about is voter registration, because this this all happened super fast, right? The election was called, uh, kind of the wheels got moving. As I understand it, registration already closes uh, as of tomorrow, I believe. So what's the best way to get registered to vote to make sure that uh, you're on a a list uh, when it comes to it or or to get your mail-in vote? What do you suggest? Go online onto the Elections BC website and you can register or update your information online. If you don't get around to doing that, you can uh, register and vote at the same time. All right. All very... So, yeah, you can update your registration and vote at the same time. So it's still possible to do that, but it's just a much faster process if you're already registered. Okay, and uh, one other question for you. I, as I understand it, there's an additional day for advanced voting this year, correct? There's seven days of advanced voting. So we will be having all seven days from the 15th to the 21st of October here in Fort St. John at the North Peace Arena lobby. Uh, and there will be four days uh, at the Taylor uh, Community Hall, four days in Hudson's Hope at the Perk Centre, and four days in Fort Nelson at the Northern Lamplighters Activity Center. Okay. And Election Day, uh, I imagine there's lots of different places you can vote, correct? That's right. That's a big list. I'm not going (laughs) to list them all now. (laughs) That's all right, Eliza. I won't expect you to. Uh, For more information about that and uh, where you can vote, uh, getting your mail-in ballot, which, as Eliza said, you get on that soon if you want to do it. Uh, you can go to the Elections BC website. Eliza, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes today to uh, tell us about this and sort of allay any sort of concerns we might have about how things are going to look different this year. I appreciate your time. It will be a very safe event this year. I'm sure of it. Excellent. That's Eliza Stanford, the district electoral officer for our district here with Elections BC. We'll be right back after this on Moose Talks. Do you know who has the best flooring in town? Yeah, Bronze Flooring. They have a wide selection of all types of flooring. Did you know they have an expert designer on staff to help with planning and all professional, reliable installations? Really? And their customer service is fantastic. New summer hours, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., closed weekends, in the big bronze building on 96th Avenue. Check them out on Facebook. Let the Hairbin show you some love during their Customer Appreciation Day this Friday, September 25th with Moose FM live on location. Get your name in the draw with any service or retail purchase. Get 30 to 50% off select items. Plus, when you bring a non-perishable food item for the Women's Resource Society, get 20% off any retail purchase. Customer Appreciation Day this Friday at the Hairbin, People's Choice Award winner for Best Salon since 2011. Find them on Facebook or visit hairbin.com. There's nothing better than enjoying fresh produce in the fall. But what makes fresh produce even better? Fresh, local produce. 
The Fort St. John Farmer's Market is open every Saturday until Thanksgiving at the Seniors Building on 100 Street. And they have a huge selection of fresh fruit and veggies and local meat vendors. While you're there, check out all of the crafts from our local vendors and so much more. Support our local farming community every Saturday from 9 until 3. For more, follow the Fort St. John Farmer's Market on Facebook. Relax your mind. Deep breaths. Imagine you're driving through a winter storm, gripping the steering wheel gently like it's a foam pool noodle. The road is slippery, but you feel more confident knowing you have winter tires. Put the chill back into winter driving with winter tires from Ford Service. Get up to $100 in manufacturer mail-in rebates on select tires. Learn more about our price match promise at Ford.ca. If you check out a lot of signs around the Peace region, there's a good chance quite a few are made by Graphic Signs and Auto Designs. Whether it's oil field signs or business signage, Graphic does everything from illuminated signs and billboards to vinyl window signs and simple office signs asking employees to clean off their muddy boots. Seriously, it's a thing. Graphic Signs and Auto Designs now in their new location on Alaska Road. Check out graphicsignsfsj.com. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. We're back on Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. I'm joined now by Norbert Kaspar, the principal of the Key Learning Center. I wanted to talk a bit about distance learning, something that I'm sure is on the minds of a lot of students and parents who have just gone back to school again in the time of COVID. Norbert, thanks for taking some time to talk to us today. Hello, and thank you for the privilege. All right, so why don't we start with, for people who don't know, like me, uh, what is the Key Learning Center? What what do you do there? Our building is what could be described as an internet program, um, and we cover all manner of alternate education, including distance learning, right? Uh, we, we have um, the programs where we bring in students who don't fit into the regular system, uh, we are looking to run a continuing ed program where, you know, people over 16 can get into schools and summer learning programs plus a half dozen unique kind of projects. So we're a very diverse school. I'll see. Well, there, there you go. I didn't know that. Uh, do you have like a sort of an idea of how much you do of each? Like is, is, is one overwhelmingly more than the others, i.e. like do you do mostly distance education or, or is it more alter, alternate education uh, as you suggest? No, that's a good question. The distance education component of our building is sort of like the core. We use that to affect and work with all other um, parts of uh, what this building does. So, yeah, um, you know, DL by far is, is the most prevalent. Uh, just to throw out a, a fairly meaningless number, last year we had over 2,800 active students in DL. Okay, interesting. Good to know. Uh, just out of curiosity and distance education, that means uh, a student uh, getting their kind of courses to deliver, deliver to them essentially 100% while they're at home or wherever they choose to work that's not in kind of a formal school classroom setting. Is, is that sort of how it is? or In part, that's correct. Uh, you know, and that would describe our kindergarten through grade 9 program very well. Um, at the grade 10 to 12 level, though, and the adult level, we end up uh, uh, 
uh, doing a lot of cross enrolls. And that means students who are attending a regular brick and mortar school, but at the same time take a course for, for a myriad of different reasons. And so, you know, we fill in when there's a, a, a timetable conflict, we fill in when a student needs to redo a course or looking to get a higher mark in a course. So there's many, many reasons. The, the time of distance learning being, you know, uh, students who are three mountain ranges back off the highway and it's all boxes of paper has passed. I see. Okay. Uh, then I guess my question is, uh, and you've sort of touched on this already, uh, how are the courses and materials delivered then? Is it uh, kind of a series of videos by teachers that have been recorded? Are teachers doing like live kind of... Uh, you know, like kind of hosting classes online for a few distance uh, people at once, or is it kind of all they do all their reading and writing and handing in assignments kind of just like that without sort of the aid of a teacher all the time? So, yes, so all of that. It's very varied. Um, Most of our delivery model is digital these days. Um, However, it doesn't work so well for, let's say, primary program level students, um, simply because they're not um, uh, efficient enough in reading and writing so that, you know, they can learn themselves. So we rely very heavily on a parent involvement in that. And that is something that, you know, K through nine parent involvement is, is a very, very significant thing. Uh, we, we do do a lot of distance learning through um, a course uh, management system called Moodle. Um, but uniquely, uh, we're also, I think, the last or one of the last students in BC that deliver paper. And so in this time, which is a fairly unique time uh, for us as well as every other school in, in the province, the fact that we can deliver an asynchronous paper program or an asynchronous digital program is something that seems to be quite in demand right now. Yeah. Well, speaking of de- that demand, I mean, uh, do you have a sense of how much more uh, people are choosing distance education this year as opposed to sort of, I, I use the term, more normal years due to the ca- pandemic and people concerned about being um, in classrooms, uh, you know, in quote-unquote smaller spaces with the, each other? Well, with that, that is a significant factor. Um, but uh, it's it, not a straightforward, simple answer, right? Um, we, we're finding right now that at the elementary level, so kindergarten through grade nine, we're double and triple our enrollment wow. that we normally have by this time of the year. Um, and from all over British Columbia, um, we have families on sailboats, we have families who are living off the grid, we have families who... Uh, are truly concerned about, uh, you know, the, 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 the dangers. I'm not sure that's the appropriate word, but the, the threat that we could present for being a myriad of different reasons uh, and are looking to come up with a program that they can deliver to their children or with their children, uh, you know, that, that removes some of that danger from them, their loved ones. You know, I mean, like I said, there's a, a, a whole bunch of different uh, scenarios that, that fit that bill. Now, you mentioned uh, parent involvement, very important in kind of the K to nine level of distance education. Uh, 
does that mean there's not really a strain on the system that you've ha- you're having as you say double and triple the enrollment in some uh, grades or kind of course levels? Oh, definitely a strain. Um, <laughs> our district has been awesome in supporting us. Uh, we've just for registration purposes, we've uh, brought in four additional clerical to, to process all the paper. Wow. We're very good at consuming paper and uh, a couple of extra teachers. We're looking to hire more staff once we get past the registration window, which is next Wednesday. And then from there, we actually have to deliver a program. So yeah, there's some strain on the building. Okay. Wow. There you go. Uh, now you mentioned the registration window because that's that was kind of going to be my next next question. Then, if there's people right now who maybe have kids in school, th- they're not sure what to do. They, they maybe didn't even really consider distance education as a possibility. Uh, they have to decide by Wednesday essentially and pass that. Uh, I mean, is is that mean they're out of luck, or can you kind of start switching really any time? How, how does that work uh, if that's not the case? Yeah, um, we often mission a continuous entry school. I see. Um, because we're alternate, we're funded three times a year. Brick and mortar schools, most of their registrations are bumps and seats um, on or no, sorry, September 31st, mm-hmm. right? And that's what their account is. And that's sort of the way it works. That doesn't mean you can't go back to a, a regular school after that. It just is a funding issue. Um, for us, we have the same date, but we also have a two additional dates, one in February and one in May. And so, you know, we are continuous entry. We will accept students all year. Um, it does get a little more complicated than just saying, yeah, come on over. You know, we'll get you started again. Mm-hmm. You know, a student has been in school for two-thirds of the year. Something happens, they get sick or whatever. You know, it, 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 yeah, there are variations in flavors. We're what's known as an asynchronous school, which means continuous entry anytime. Okay. Now, I, I have to ask this. You know, March comes around. Um, uh, people, you know, schools start saying we're going to keep students home to keep them safe because of the pandemic. Um, you know, we're, numbers kind of went up as the summer went around. I, I guess my question is, is, is because of the nature of distance education as you've seen you've you've seen some more enrollment are you prepared for there to be more of it if say uh covid numbers really spike and and parents get really concerned is is that something you've been able to uh prepare for is that something you can prepare for uh what do you think um maybe i'll reframe that idea a little and, and express it in the sense that DL schools, alternate schools, by their very nature, are meant to be flexible around us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know, without a doubt, you know, doubling and tripling enrollment means uh, a lot of stress and strain on. Um, and I'm going to break you, but an amazing staff that we have in our building here. Uh, but we can grow and add, and the district, like I said, been very, very supportive around that idea. So we have the capability. Although, you know, it, 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 it is stressed without a doubt of expanding as much as the need uh, demands. Is that the right way to say that? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we can keep growing and that kind of thing, but it becomes more a factor of what is the school you're defined as, right? So, 
you know, if you're bringing the, the thing grade three and you bring them in in May and you say you want to do grade three, uh, that that sort of goes against the cadence of what the school system uh, calendar looks like, right? Doesn't mean we haven't done that, but you know, grade three into grade four in September is a very, very tall order for anyone. All right, Norbert. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, but uh, for parents listening right now who are maybe considering distance education or haven't considered it before, but maybe now are, uh, what do they have to do? They contact you, uh, not you, but the Key Learning Center directly. Uh, they have to talk to the district. How, how? What's their kind of best way to move forward to perhaps uh, find out more information or get their uh, children registered for distance uh, learning? So absolutely contact our school we're we're always open to that but it's a very very good idea and something we strongly recommend is to let the school know what your plans and intentions are Mm -hmm. the schools themselves their own contingency plans and maybe they can do something that doesn't work we're more than welcoming to you know people who want to come and 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 work on a a dl model Um, just make it a considered uh, decision. It's it's not something that, you know, it's just, yeah, I can put my child in front of a, a computer and everything is good. It, it, it involves a significant commitment on the part of everybody in the process. All right, Norbert. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today about this, and uh, thanks so much. Thank you, and appreciate the privilege. All right, that's absolutely. That's Norbert Kaspar, the principal of the Key Learning Center. We'll be right back to wrap things up here on Moose Talks after this. Let the Harbin show you some love during their Customer Appreciation Day this Friday, September 25th, with Moose FM live on location. Get your name in the draw with any service or retail purchase. Get 30 to 50% off select items. Plus, when you bring a non-perishable food item for the Women's Resource Society, get 20% off any retail purchase. Customer Appreciation day this friday at the hairbin people's choice award winner for best salon since 2011 find them on facebook or visit hairbin.com fort st johnners it's your turn to decide which dirty vehicle deserves a detailing service with moose fm's dirtiest vehicle fueled by murray gm nicole's vehicle needs a detailing service because her interior is horrible and smelly Vote now at moosefm.ca under contests. Moose FM's dirtiest vehicle, fueled by Murray GM. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit pris.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. Now, a sports booster's update. East Passage Skating Club is taking registrations for the 2020 and 2021 season. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, their programs will all have caps on them this year and will be on a first-come, first-served basis. Contact Amanda Thomas, 250-262-4659 for more information or the website at eastpassage.ca. Send us your sports info, sports at moosefm.ca or by fax, 263-9749. Sports Boosters on Moose FM. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. 
big thanks again to Eliza Stanford and Norbert Kaspar for joining us today. You can hear this episode again if you'd like in podcast form over at energeticcity.ca.ca, I should say, slash moose talks. Or if you'd like to see my lovely face again, you can watch the video shortly on the Moose FM or energeticcity.ca Facebook pages. If you haven't already, make sure you follow energeticcity.ca on Facebook. Keep up to date on all your local election news and other local news and beyond. That's it for this episode, though. Adam Rayburn is the studio producer. I'm Dub Craig. Have a great day. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. Energetic Country, 100.1 Moose FM.
loud drinks, loud talking. I spy a broken heart when you walk in. Well, baby, we got something in common. You say it's the first Friday that you're out and she ain't here. You're looking good, playing with the label on your cold beer. Yeah, we could stay here and drink, but let me tell you what I think. Baby, we should just kiss, kiss. Point one Moose FM. I'm your bud, the dub. Over at moosefm.ca on the contest page, we need you to vote in two of our contests going on right now. One of them is Pet of the Month, and the other is Moose FM's Dirtiest Vehicle. We have narrowed down all your disgusting applications to a top three dirtiest vehicles in Fort St. John. Only one can be crowned the winner. They're all pretty darn dirty, though, so, you know, maybe don't eat lunch and then Look at the dirtiest vehicle, but after you've had some time to settle, go to moosefm.ca in the contest page. Vote for Moose FM's dirtiest vehicle. The winner at the end of this month will win a vehicle detailing package from Murray GM. So please help us out and vote now at moosefm.ca. 
Let the Hairbin show you some love during their Customer Appreciation Day this Friday, September 25th with Moose FM live on location. Get your name in the draw with any service or retail purchase. Get 30 to 50% off select items. Plus, when you bring a non-perishable food item for the Women's Resource Society, get 20% off any retail purchase. Customer Appreciation Day this Friday at the Hairbin, People's Choice Award winner for Best Salon since 2011. Find them on Facebook or visit hairbin.com. Hi, I'm Seshmik. When me and other kids head back to school, it's always important to remind drivers about a few simple things they can do to keep us safe. When we walk back and forth to school, we like it when cars slow down and keep an eye out for us. We can be pretty unpredictable, but if drivers slow down in school zones and pay a little extra attention, we can have a safe and happy school year. This back-to-school safety message is brought to you by your friends at DGS Astro Paving. It's down every back road. It's there when you go camping at the Baseball Diamond or when you're out for a Sunday cruise. Dirt. There's no avoiding it, but you can get rid of it with Mix Suds. Head to Mix Suds Truck and Car Wash and say goodbye to all that dirt. With their indoor wash bays, vacuums, waxes, and fully stocked detailing supplies, along with fresheners and so much more. Keep your vehicle nice and clean all year long. Mix Suds Truck and Car Wash on Alaska Road next to McDonald's. Make Suds make sense with Mix Suds. This community update is brought to you by the Fort St. John Co-op. You're at home here. The Fort St. John Cancer Support Circles has missed you, and they will be starting their group up again. They meet in the Callahan Room at the Fort St. John Hospital on the first Wednesday of every month, starting November 7th at 6.30 p.m. Come out and have support from local community members. Due to COVID-19, they ask that you wear a mask. Let us know about your event. Email reception at moosefm.ca. This is Moose Country. Officially, we're CKFUFM, but you can call us CKFUFM 100.1 Moose FM. Weather is brought to you by Murray GM. Fall into savings at Murray GM, serving Western Canada for over 90 years. Moose Country Weather. Looking at cloudy sky and rain likely through the rest of the day. High of 11 degrees this afternoon. Tonight, cloudy with a chance of showers early this evening. That should clear up later on. Low to plus 5. For tomorrow, sunshine to start. Then a mix of sun and cloud later on. Thanks for listening to this EnergeticCity.ca podcast. EnergeticCity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join.